Adventures in the Lomonian Universe, 34 years and running. This is Palace Pages at New Heights, and it is April 15th, 2023. Alright, so what we're doing is we're adding up experience to see where you're at. So check your box and add it up. Thirty-six. You're at thirty-six. Okay, getting close. What is the experience that we have to be at? Fifty. Fifty. I'm at twenty-three right now. Twenty-three plus six. It's twenty-nine. Forty-five. Woo! Okay, so you're at thirty-eight. Yeah. And you're at forty-five. All right. She has so, a little more experience. Apparently, yep. It happens. Okay. I got twelve from the unicorn talking to the unicorn. Oh. Getting senses of what the unicorn was saying. So like. Sixteen or eight, maybe, right? Yeah. Uh, he got a little more than you, but you must have already been ahead of him. All right. Anyway, so just so you know where we're at. When we get to she got experience 50. from the beginning of the game because she knew how to like the sewing stuff. Anyway, so when we get to fifty, at that point in time, you will you will look at what class you're headed for and begin pursuing your career, basically. Okay. So at, so essentially, at that point, you'll be zero level, right? And then when you get enough experience, you'll become first level. And then that's when you start getting the actual class abilities, like the ability to use magic or the ability to fight, get more hit points or whatever, okay? So um, you already had somebody who talked to you about the possibility of coming to train with a weapon. Yes. Um, it was that squire that... It's okay if you train with a weapon. You can still become a druid, but... I want to be a knight. But if I can't be a knight, my second choice is a druid. Well, okay, so looking at your character sheet, okay, you have a 14 strength, 13 dex, 14 con, so those are all high enough to be a knight. Um, you have a 12 intelligence, 13 wisdom, that, that means you're high enough. You could be a mage or a druid, so you could basically be anything, just about. There's a couple of, like specialty classes that you don't have, like you couldn't be an illusionist because you need a 15 dex, for example, things like that. So now the other thing is in being a knight, knights do bodybuilding. So they, their strength dex and con can go up over time because they're doing a lot of exercise and working out and stuff like that. And right now where your stats are 14, 13, 14, they're, you're not going to get like bonuses to hit and damage when fighting because they're not quite high enough. But once you start doing bodybuilding, you'll be able to raise those. And as soon as, for example, your strength gets to 16, you'll start getting a plus one to damage. When your dex gets to 15, you'll get one to your AC. When it gets to 16, you'll get one to your initiative and to, your, to hit with ranged weapons and like that. So, so you're, those are all a little below where you get the bonuses right now. But then if you start bodybuilding, you could get them up. Um, Okay. But you have the stats to be anything you want. Also, <coughs> no, normally, I, 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 I,
Okay. Normally, during character generation, when you first generate a character, you can spend your stats, you can move stats around a little bit, two for one. So in other words, you could take two off of something that, that isn't what's best for your class and put one on something else. So like you lower your intelligence by two and increase your strength by one, for example. Okay. And when you declare your class, you'll be allowed to do that. So you might get to be, because you're focusing on being a strong or whatever, you might get to be even better at, at that time. It's not going to make a huge difference, but it's going to get you closer to getting those bonuses. Okay. Um, let me see your sheet real quick. Okay, so wisdom is the big thing for druids. So is, is that a 16 wisdom? Make your six backers. It looks like it. Yeah, sixteen. Okay. That's loud. All right. And so, you the primary stat for druids is wisdom, but the secondary stat for druids is charisma. Okay. And so to actually be a druid. Don't think you have the charisma right now, but again, when you go to declare your class, you could move points two for one, and you should get it easily. I'm trying to make this. Play. I'm gonna be videoing on my phone because I just want to, so my friend Y can see it. He's interested in it. <laughs> okay, cool. All right. Um, okay, so looking up real quick the stats for Druids. Right now. I'll go once we start, actually. So, my, I want to be a knight, but my secondary thing, if I won't become a knight, is a druid. Yeah, so, druids require 15 in charisma. So, right now, you have a 12 charisma. So, you'd have to move stats to be able to get the 15 charisma to be able to be a druid. So, which you can do, because you have yeah, some I can extra, do that. you I have some extra that. that you could move around. I can do that, I can do that, I can do that. Um, so, remember, you take that. two points out of strength, your strength would go down from a 12 to a 10, and then you could raise your charisma by one, that'd be 13. Um, you take two points out of con, that'd be 14, so you don't have to find one more point. Yeah. But realize, when you're reducing stats, that means also that you're not, some things you're not as good at anymore. But you're more focused. You're better at what you need. Okay. Zayden. Zayden, Batman. On Ariana's phone. Where is it? Right here. No. You don't want to run it. You're not gonna use it. What's the battery at? It's fine. But the last time I let him use it, he dropped it ten times. Where are you gonna be? Okay, how about you sit in here? Where she can see you. Jason, you can see if you can play on Jason's phone. Is that okay with you? He sits over there on the chair and plays on it? I don't think there's many games he'd be interested in. Most of them are like unicorn stuff. Yeah. I don't like unicorns. I don't like unicorns. Everybody likes unicorns. You just like unicorns more than everybody else. Not you're not the only person that likes unicorns. Is there a way that you can? Last time, you can put on last time I was playing this, he watched me and he kept on asking me to. Whoa. He could play on my last phone. Last time I was playing. I play Roblox on my phone. 
Last time I was playing that game, you get back. phone to show your friend, right? So that's not really going to work. Speaking of which, if you, there's a way. Grab that. Grab that right there. This? Black thing, yep. Okay, anyway, so I wanted to know you guys, I just wanted you guys to know oh. what it was like. Hopefully it's got batteries. Batteries? What happened to batteries? You did then. Okay, it's coming on. What is that? It's a, it, you put your phone in it, and then it follows me. your face. Yay! I think you have to download the app. Oh. A Pi Genie. What's the app? Oh, can you do this later? See? What do you See, you're going to have to take it over there, bud. But that game does not need sound. Has nothing to do with sound in that game. Don't download any games on my phone. I won't be showing anybody's faces. Unless you guys are comfortable with that. I'm fine. I do it all, I do it all the time. I just want Um, your friends saw me at your birthday party anyway. Eh? Oh, yeah. Wow. Light game. Okay. I'm going to share the app with you. How? Some stuff. Okay, it's gonna come to you in Messenger, I think. Do you know how to get in Messenger? Messenger Kids? Yeah. That's all you have, right? No, I have normal contacts. Yep. Okay, I'll right share it with you via text because you gave me your actual phone number, right? Yeah. Caleb Shop. Okay, it's coming. The link to the app is coming right now. Thank you. And then once you get it, you can set it on there. And set it, connect to it. I have to close it. I have to close out mine. My mom would have to do it. No. Okay, well, let's don't. You can set it in there just to hold it up if you want, and then it just won't auto detect for now because we need to get started. We're gonna run out of time. I'll, I'll just ask it in a message. Don't tap anything that has the ad symbol on it, or it's gonna make you watch an ad for something okay. you don't need. So, William was the name of the squire that you met that you owed, that you that owed the money William. to. William was a, a friend that oh. went. Okay, well, I'm trying to find the page. Oh. I think you're right. William is your friend. <laughs> oh. Okay. I'm trying to get this open enough so my phone. Did fits. you write down his name? No, I forgot to. Uh, uh, I don't even know the paper. Royale. Or, yes, that, yes. Okay. Royale. Yeah. Alright, so Royale is the guy who hired you for information. Basically, and said he'll give yeah. you a silver piece anytime he brings you something useful, it was a, which is a lot of money. No, it was a gold piece. 
No, it was a silver piece. Oh. He gave you a gold piece that time because it was because he said he would trade the silver piece for a gold piece if your information turned out to be correct because that was particularly useful information. Otherwise, he said silver piece. Which is why you got a silver piece in the first place. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so once last we broke, you were basically going back to your room soaked and tired and you want to be quiet or you'll have to go over there because we're recording this session. Okay. Um, and we, uh, so you knew you, you were going to sleep through the session before breakfast. Okay. Um, and nothing happens, goes uneventfully. You're basically crash on your pillow. You get up, uh, clean up your wet clothes, hang them up to dry, whatever. Right. And, um, and then you can hear that activity is going on in the, palace outside there are people going up and down the halls there are people going about their daily business okay and it's got to be getting close to breakfast time and you're feeling a little hungry um because you had the um if you're gonna play on that you want to come up there ariana wanted him to stay here because she was afraid he was gonna drop it Alright, this is D&D. &D. Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, it's a role-playing game, and we're going to be playing it today. We have trouble, we'll send him out. So, we'll show you. Um, yep. Okay. This is how to play. Alright, so it's, uh, you know, that means it is early morning. Uh, it is still raining outside. Uh, the sounds of rain are distant, but it is still raining outside. It might be a bad, it's, there's still probably a bad storm going on. We don't know. I hope the bad storm doesn't last all day, but so far with that unicorn, that was kind of cool. Okay. The last so session. you roll over in bed, both of you, pretty, and may not be the same time, whatever, but you roll over in bed realizing, okay, it's got to be getting close to time for breakfast. I've slept off my the worst of my fatigue. And you get up, start getting dressed, and then what do you do? Uh, I do, I, what I do is I get my book bag. Um, and I do get my, what is it, I know I have two knives, my, fold, my folding knife, and I put it in my, pa my pocket, and my nice knife is in my pack. So I do get up, I okay. get dressed, and I grab, um, I grab my knife. That I so tore. All right. Pocket knife, flipping yeah. knife, a flip knife. What? Oh no, it was just a, it was a straight knife. I gave her a straight knife. He bought the straight knife out for me. Then I'll take my straight knife and I grab two apples. I grab because just I grab two apples and put them in my backpack. Only because I'm expecting for somebody to ask me to do something after breakfast. And okay. I won't have time to get a snack. I grab my five apples and my two pieces of paper, and I put those in my backpack, too. I grab all five of my apples. Which is literally everything that I own. Plus my money. Of course your money. You never know. Well, I'm, go I'm going to the market, soon. Okay. Yeah, but I just went to the market... Two sessions ago. No, we didn't. That was three sessions ago. Anyway, it was a while ago. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, it's still bad outside. Yep. It's gotta be getting worse. It might be either coming this way, or, um, it's going away, but that thunder is still really loud. If you haven't noticed. Yep. So you're... It's definitely still raining outside, but the heavy tapestries are over all the windows. So you're safe inside the palace. The big stone walls block out the worst of it. However, you do regularly encounter puddles on the floor. They got in before and haven't been cleaned up or that people tracked in or that kind of thing. It's not covered. The floor is not wet everywhere, but there's lots of places where there's puddles. So you basically walk around them. Um, realize that the soft boots that you have don't do super great with water. So they're probably still wet from last night's journey anyway, but trying to get them yeah, dry, are. staying out of the puddles is the way to get that done, okay? Um, um, so once you've got your stuff packed up and dressed, are we headed off to breakfast? Yeah. No. No? Yeah, I go to the bathroom. Okay, yeah. The bathroom <laughs> first and then breakfast. Yes. Okay? <laughs> I am missing the dice. What are you missing? I'm missing a dice. Found it. It was still in my bag. Ouch. Which is okay. in my pocket. So, uh, as you are uh, using the outhouse, because you don't have access to the privy, which is the inside bathrooms, uh, you, have still to go, you, have, you have to go in the rain briefly um, to go out to the outhouse and uh, get further wet. And there is a flash of lightning that takes place as you are um, crossing to the uh, bathroom. And it's a little unnerving, but then you're inside. Now, that it's a pretty sturdy structure, but you can see little gaps that allow light in, that kind of thing. And there's no light inside there. So you quickly do your business and then get back and, get back into the main building. Um, and there's, as you're coming back in the main building, somebody else is running out. So there's people constantly going out. Um, and the servants and the squires basically, or squires and below, use those outhouses. The internal bathrooms are only for the richy folks. Um, it's not fair. Yep, life's not fair. Okay. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, you're you're arriving at breakfast. As Selena enters the room, you see that there's uh, a lot of people here, even more than you're used to seeing at breakfast. Um, probably 150, 200 people. Now, breakfast is being served in the causeway, which is that big open area in the middle of the palace where that, there's a platform on both sides, and then there's a balcony that you can look down on the lower floor. That platform leads to the walkways that go outside, and breezes can blow through. And so it's very damp. Uh, it's not raining here, but it's very damp. And the, the breezes are blowing through, and they're whipping the tapestries that hang down. They're like 30-foot-long tapestries that hang down from the ceiling with the symbols of the different knight, knighthoods on them, okay? And, and um, uh, you see a few squires that you recognize sitting at the table uh, where you guys ate yesterday. Uh, geez, I'm sorry, I should say pages, not squires. Yeah. Okay? So are you going to the table that you ate at yesterday? Uh-huh. Okay. So you go over and... Um, just as you're getting to the table, uh, William is getting to the table also, and he has a tray or a um, large plate full of food. So it's Already? A, yeah, it's a um, simple plate. It's not like a 
cafeteria plate or anything like that, but it's a simple tin plate flat across with a little rip edge on the outside. That's what most people eat on. And then as he sees you arriving, he puts his plate down in front of your spot and motions for you to go to heaven. He says, I'll get another. And then he leaves. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. He says over his shoulder. I come back. Chester kind of leans over and whispers with Kevin. That, and uh, it seems like talking about William's chivalry. And, What's uh, chivalry? Um, treating women with respect. That's one of the aspects of chivalry. Okay? Um, and uh, so the food that you're served is a warm, meaty gruel. So it's like a thick beef soup, basically. And the meat that's in it's very soft. It breaks apart at the touch of your spoon. Um, it does have some savory spices in it. It's, it. it's more like a dinner, almost. Uh, but you realize it's chilly in the palace, and it's raining outside. People are going to have to go in and outside and stuff. And so they're serving a hearty, meaty meal to help you stay warm and healthy. And also it has uh, slices of lemons and limes, two slices of each, two lemons and two limes slices uh, on the one part of the plate. And then there's a biscuit, and the biscuit is sitting in like the beefy broth to soften it up because it's part of the rock. Okay? Um, there's uh, pewter tankards, which is like a, a, a mug with a handle, but it's made of metal, sitting on the table, and a pitcher. And uh, most people, everyone has poured themselves probably water, you think. And it's sitting in the middle of the table, so you can get some for yourself if you want. I do. Do you eat your breakfast? Yes, absolutely. Okay, yes. You woke up hungry after you're being up a good part of the night and in the rain and everything like that. As you're sitting there, your, your shoes and socks are still damp from being outside. But everything else is dry. You're wearing your dry clothes. Okay? Uh, all the way across the... The catwalk. So remember, there's a there's a rail, and then there's a hole, and you can when you go to the rail, you can look down on the floor below, okay. But then, uh, 20 feet away, there's another rail, and then there's another set of tables like there is here. And on the other side of that, you see Dan come through the door, and he's shaking his cloak off. He's obviously wet. Um, in fact, he came through after another person who had gone out that door as well. And you remember in your mind that that's where the outhouses are, okay. You look and see all the way over there on the other side, where your friends have been sitting for the last several days, um, that they are sitting in the same place again. So you have to go all the way down around the end, which is close to the opening, the outside where the rain is. Again. Again. But not outside, just close to the opening. And then back up to where they're sitting, if you want to sit with them. Although there are open tables on this side where no one is sitting, if you don't want to go that far. No, I go to her. Okay. So you, up, but I do not get breakfast. As you get down to the end, uh, you are passing an area where they're passing out plates of breakfast. You could get it on the way if you want. I grab it, but I don't eat. I'll grab it. Okay. I might not eat most you. of it. There's steam rising from it. It smells very good. Um, and it is a hearty breakfast. Like It kind of helps a person stay warm on a cold day. As you go, as you're walking to the table, both of you realize in here in the causeway, it's about 45 degrees. It's raining outside. <laughs> about 45 degrees in here, and there is a stiff breeze blowing through, and the tapestries are flexing and stuff. And then you see that there are quite a few nights here. What's really changed from yesterday is that there are a lot of knights eating breakfast in the causeway. And that's different from both of the other two days that you ate in the causeway. 
Um, there weren't very many knights here before at all. But now there's probably 30, maybe 30 or 40 knights um, that are eating breakfast. And they're eating the same hearty breakfast. But you notice that they have larger portions. Okay? And maybe big chunks of meat and that kind of thing. Two rolls instead of one. You know, that kind of thing. Right? So Dan arrives at the table. William has returned with his plate and is sitting down there. That leaves one open spot of the six at the table. No, but I sit next to Will. Okay. Um, and it does happen that the open spot is next to Will, and he is seated next to you. So it goes Selena, and then Will, and then Dan. And then you got and maybe Royale and Ralph? Ralph and Royale are not here because they're squires. They're sitting elsewhere. And Ralph is not. Royale is a squire. Royale is no, elsewhere. Ralph is Royal. a page. Royale is a squire, not a page. Uh -huh. So he is above your station normally. But what about Royale? Yeah. Like oh, the girl. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, she's not here either. So, Roy L. Kendra is here. Kendra, yay! My okay. best friend. So, yeah. She's sitting across from you, though, so she's across like a five foot table. Well, I can start talking. Yep. In fact, she says to you, um, Selena. Yeah? That was pretty neat meeting the unicorn last night. Absolutely. You're the only one that really got close to him. Yeah. I did. She oh, said, really? you did? Yeah. Huh. I spoke to the unicorn. Well, you you think he spoke. No, I actually talked to the unicorn. And, but I thought, I I had the thoughts when she was saying it, but I was saying it out loud when I was saying it to her. So you could kind of understand it? Yeah. I've heard that there are people who can do that. My aunt was a druid. She did a lot of things with nature. She understood how to use like herbs and stuff. She could heal people and she dealt with animals. She dealt with animals and um, she had like a, a bat that was her friend and also a dog. William said, Whatever happened to your aunt? I don't know. She just, she did come and visit now and then, but um, I didn't live with her or anything. I lived with my parents, but then they were both killed. So then I became a ward of the state. That's how I got here. Um, how were they killed? Hobgoblins. Goblins? Hobgoblins. They're like goblins, but like four times as big. And, and even though they're really nasty and their face is slimy and... And they're ugly looking. They're pretty smart and dangerous. So they raided our village, and I did. But both my, my parents were killed. Well, I mean, no, I, I don't want to meet them. If I get a chance to kill one, I probably would. Because just thinking about both my parents dead makes me sad. Hey, uh, Selena. How did you come to be here? Were your parents dead? No. My parents, I forgot. I always mix them two up. Okay. Your uncle got in trouble. They charged him with treason. Your dad went to go find him, and you were living with your mom, but then all of the business was gone, and she didn't have any money, so then she sent you. She was also really good at selling. She sent you here to be taken care of, basically. So, my uncle got in trouble, and my dad went to go see what happened to him and then my mom lost her business so she sent me away to the castle 
Oh, so your mom's alive. Well, as far as you know. Yeah. And my dad, he never came back. So we don't know about him. And same for my uncle. William said, I don't know about my dad either. He was a knight. Oh. But he was pretty much retired, I guess you'd say. So a retired knight. Yeah. He, but he could fight good with his sword. He trained every day still. But um, when the war started... With Geoff, they called up a lot of able-bodied people, and they were paying pretty good money. And my dad thought that they would help. Our farm was struggling. It's kind of strange how nobody asked me how I got here. It's probably coming. Yeah. Anyway, he said, um, so I stayed with my aunt. My mom died when I was a baby. And I stayed with my aunt for a while, and then... She was older, and she got real sick and couldn't take care of me anymore. And then the constable caught me picking up food in the marketplace, and I went to jail, and then she wouldn't pay to get me back. And so, basically, I'm here working off my debt. But I would like to kill Hobgoblin someday. Yeah, me too. I hate him. I dream of being a, a knight or at I least dream of being somebody a knight too. stature. I think I'm going to be a druid. I want to be a knight because... Use the hobgoblin. Or Kendra says, it seems like you have a knack for it. What's a knack mean? Uh, like, it seems like it's something you'd be good at. Yeah, I Although, I don't know if a unicorn is an animal. Is a unicorn an animal? Yes, basically it's an animal. A horse with a horn who has magic stored in the horn, able to fly and do magic if trained. Wow. Yeah, that's about what I heard, too. Huh. Uh, William says, what about you, Dan? What brings you to be a palace page? Um. You don't remember either? You guys got to remember your backstories. Oh, um. Your uncle was an ambassador. I remember that. My uncle was an ambassador and <laughs> got. Oh, you're, and you're one of the younger children. And so you were never going to be able to be trained to be a knight or... Oh, wasn't I the oldest? No, I don't think so. Here's the oldest. I had three siblings, and I'm pretty sure I was the oldest. It's on there. First rank. First. Oh, okay, so you I'm were the oldest. oldest. Okay, all right, so then and I think you were sent here in the hopes that you would be able to be trained to be a knight. I think that was the Yeah, idea. that was... No, um, my... My parents got in trouble, and they had to send me away. Okay. Alright, well then that's the back there. And I also... You guys want to rewrite these out at some point and keep them for future reference. Yes. Because you're going to use them a lot. Because they... Everything that happens in your life builds on your backstory. So... Your character's life. Right? Alright, so anyway... I want to find my mother. Yeah. I want to go back. Mother, find out what happened to your dad. See? So. My uncle. I want to go back. My uncle's probably dead, though. Uh, no, I think he said he wasn't dead. He was arrested. Like he, he was, was in jail or whatever. He could have been put to death, he though. He was tried for his crimes, but then uh, your dad was trying to prove his innocence. Okay. Anyway, so he listens to you tell your backstory a little bit, and then he says, Sounds like a story of a knight. Yeah. Oh, hey, Selena. What did the, uni what did the unicorn tell... Like, say to you last night. Oh, yeah, last night. 
Really, I talked to it a little bit. I talked to it about its own note. I was the one that um, figured out that it needed sound to And it told me a couple other things, too. Did, did, like, did he tell you anything that, like, that could happen in the future? Would that be something? Because I'm pretty sure unicorns could do that. I don't know. They can tell what's happening in the future. And she did. She told me that her place was under attack. Mm. What what place? Well, where her, she lived. I saw her family and her home. Wait, so you had a flashback, basically. Not a flashback, Caleb. I've never been there. A yeah, vision. His name's Dan. Dan. It, it was a vision, basically. So you had a vision of her home under attack? Yeah. There's this big, dark storm coming. Do you think... And her home was... Could it be like a hobgoblin? Do you think maybe that's why her master came, was to tell the king that their home was under attack? That's or, what the unicorn told me. Or maybe we're going to get attacked? The unicorn told me that her owner came for that. To say that. Could we, could we be attacked? I think she did say William that's going to happen. The Knights of Lonewood can handle any problem that would come here. We're surrounded by four fortresses and a, a city of 400,000 people. I don't think we're in any danger. You, we don't know that, though. The unicorn's place was like on fire, so... We don't know what's going on. And if we do get attacked... Ralph says, hey, if a unicorn can just pop in here, then maybe somebody else could, too. Well, a unicorn could teleport. They'd have to at least be able to teleport or fly over the fortresses. And they'd have to be that kind of dangerous to be a problem for the knights. William says, the knights of Lomun can handle it. We're safe. No, what if we do get attacked? What are we going to do? What the knights and stuff tell us to do, Caleb? Oh, Dan. Sorry, I mean, who did I didn't say that? Yeah, you're okay, you're okay. You're getting there. At least you caught yourself, so that's the yeah, step, okay? Yeah. Kendra says, well, I'm going to hide. Unless I get given some kind of specific order. That's I'll what get I would a sword. Do. I have a sword. Yeah, William weird. says, if you have a sword, they'll just kill you. Oh, I'll run. I First of all, I need to learn how to ride a horse. Last time I tried riding a horse, I got flung off the horse. And then I face panned in mud. <laughs> <laughs> and it was kind of funny. <laughs> it was kind of funny that you fell off. Don't, no, I we're saying stop. this in the game. We're saying this in the game. I couldn't stop the horse, and then I went pulled back, I think, too hard, and I went like, woo! Fell right off. But if we do get attacked, is there like some sort of warning? I'm sure there'd be some kind of bell or siren that would say you're under attack. Because you have to make sure all nights know. You well, never know how dangerous it could be. In the, we don't have that stuff in the game. There's no electronics or anything. Uh, there could be a siren or a bell. Bells. There are alarms, but they would be bells or magical one or the other. Come on, whatever that is. Don't come. Okay, so um, more small talk. 
basically, and you get the gist of the back backstories, which we can fill in later, and you give your backstories, and, and you begin to realize that this little group plus the girl, Royal, um, may uh, be, be you know, team. yeah, it's your friends. You know, these are the people that you're beginning to develop relationships with. And then, of course, there's um, Royal. Royale, the squire that paid you. And so... Um, I'm figure, definitely friends with him. You figure you got about 15 minutes before, and people are getting up and leaving and cleaning up and stuff like that before you need to get back. Um, so if you want to try to find him and deliver that silver piece before you go back on duty, you're running out of time to do so. I do want to try to go. Okay. So are you saying anything? They're all still sitting at the table, but they're, they've stacked their stuff up. They're getting ready to get up. I they stacked my stuff up. I do too, because I've... Eight, um, my um, are you gonna go deliver the silver piece now? Yes. I might know where he might be. Kendra says, "What's going on?" Um, we made this thing with we, we made, made this, we this made, deal with we, someone. It's a squire, and um, if we give him important information, if it's real, um, we'll get <coughs> a silver piece if we give him important information important and if we and if it's real we'll trade the silver piece for a gold piece and she we she has that was one case that is not the ongoing deal yeah yeah so the gold piece was one time the silver piece is the ongoing deal the gold piece is because i don't think anybody just saw something right before his face and it was teleported so okay anyway so well that's cool well as long as he doesn't ever ask us to like read the notes or whatever, because that's against the rules. But otherwise, we don't read the notes. Seems like he could make some money that way. So if he needs more people, let me know. Oh, we can ask him. In fact, do you have to go take money to him now. Yeah. I'll go with you. Who's saying this right now? Kendra. I'll come with ask because him. I might know where he might be. William says, "I'd love to go with you, but I'm sure you'll be safe. I've got." Somebody I need to see before first shift as well. That's okay. Who Where are you, you going? Who do you have to meet, Will? He says, I'm going to meet Jessup, the steward. I've been pressing for more time killing rats. Ooh. I feel like I'm learning to fight with a club. Selena, I'm going to go with Will instead. That's Will, okay. can I come? Sure. Yeah. I mean, if you want to learn how to fight, it's about the best chance. That and sparring. But nobody's going to spar with us because we're just pages. And we can spar with each other, but we'd have to know how to do it first. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll come with you, Will. All right. So Will's going to go with Dan, and Kendra's going to go with... Selena. Selena. And Will already had plans to catch Jessup before the shift starts, so he knows where to go. All right? And everybody cleans up their stuff, and uh, you head off in separate directions. Okay? Remember that... Um, it is very breezy, and uh, you can hear the sounds of rain and occasionally thunder in the distance. Um, and uh, there are more people lingering inside. There are very few nights out on the practice field and stuff. So that everywhere you go, there's a lot more people around. Um, and you realize just how much people spread out once the day starts when the weather is good. Uh, you don't know where the nights usually eat at. Instead of eating on the main um, catwalk. Is but. it safe to have that flag up? Yeah. Because the pool's waving too. Okay. All right. So first of all, we'll deal with you. 
you go looking, and sure enough, you find, uh, after breakfast, you find Royal on the same intersection that you met him last night. Okay, so I go He's standing there. In fact, he has a knife out, and he's cleaning his fingernails with his knife, as, and he's leaning back with one foot on the wall. So I go, I tell Kenzoa, that's him. Come on. And we go to him. Ah, and he says, oh, it's my favorite Elvin Page. What? Thank you. What about me? I'm here to, I'm, here. I'm here to give you the silver piece that I owe you. Excellent. He extends his hand. I put out my pouch, and I'm opening it. Basically the same thing that I'm doing. He says, who's this? And he motions um, to Kendra. This is Kendra, my friend. To nice to meet you. Name's Royal. Thank you. He slips it in his pouch. Um, Kendra says, sometimes I know useful things too, if you if you extend the deal to me as well. Sure, sounds good. I don't want to get you guys competing against each other, though. No, we're friends. That would not happen. We all are work together now. Okay. It's hard not to talk when you're not there, I know, but yeah. got to work on that. Okay. All right. Um, he says, did, did you get some rest? After last night? Yeah, we got some pretty good rest. That was something else. For sure. That guy, Dan, your friend? Yeah. He's pretty bold. Huh? He got that bully in trouble. I think he's going to be in trouble for a while. I mean, an enemy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I laugh in the game, too. I'm not there. But I laugh in the game. Oh. All right. So are you guys headed back to your hallway then? Yeah, probably. Seems like it's about that time. You know, I started as a palace page myself before I became a squire to Lord Vaynor. Spent a lot of hours standing next to my door waiting for something to do. Yep. Kendra says, that appears to be our lot in life. But we have a warm... Bed, roof over our heads, door to close, and rumor has it we're safe from hobgoblins. He, he laughs. <laughs> yeah, safe from hobgoblins. No hobgoblins here. Huh? If I was there, I'd be like. Sus is not a thing back then. Suspect. Anything else? No, not really. Did you say you had some information you wanted to share with him? Oh, yeah, the... I did tell him about the attack. Remember last time? Okay. Well, so. there is one more thing that I wanted to tell you. Alright. I had a vision from the unicorn of her land getting attacked. And I'm okay. pretty sure she told me that ours might get attacked, too. Hmm. And that's probably why the guild was coming. To warn the king? Yes. That's what the unicorn told me. It's very interesting. So I'm sure that the unicorn didn't talk to anyone else while he was here. Uh-uh. All right. Probably. He pitches in his pouch for a silver piece. I'm a man of my word. Thank you. I'll let you know if anything comes of it. Okay. In the meantime, you know, if the palace is attacked, just get out of the way. Yeah, I know. Let the big boys take care of it. And by that, I don't mean me. I know. <laughs>
Someday, maybe. Lord Vaynor. Lord Vaynor. <laughs> Lord Vaynor's. They say he once looked a dragon to death. So a man has a visage of steel. And right, you ever know? You ever see him with his armor off? His right shoulder is forty percent larger than his left because he swung his sword so much. In the early days of our kingdom, he traveled with Lord Karn, and the two of them are fast friends, and he's extremely loyal. I expect I will learn a lot from him, or at least from his followers. But right now, my job seems to be guarding this intersection. <laughs> You're so good at keeping your road and stuff like that. I'm sure one day you will be like him. I intend to try to enroll in the sword uh, challenge in the upcoming tournament. Wait, you could dodge. So, I can swing and dodge. So... I mean, I don't think I'll win, but... It's always good to try, learn from your mistakes. They do separate you kind of by class, so mostly I'd be fighting other squires and young knights. Anyway, you better get going. Off with you. Okay, see Keep ya. Keep your ears open. So will. And most days, uh, Munir through Freya, I'll be on this intersection, so if you need me during the day. Okay. okay. And then, um, Kendra does linger for a second and look at him, like, as if they're having some form of silent communication, but they, neither one says anything, and then she finally follows after you. Okay, why would you... About the same time you look back to see if she's coming, she runs to catch up. I ask, what were you doing back then? Mm. I was thinking about saying something, but I didn't. But. Nah, never mind. No big deal. So? Yeah. Okay. Uh, we better get back. We're late. If you ever have anything you tell me, you can. I'm a good secret keeper. <laughs> no, actually, in real life, I'm really good. You literally just took a job? Pay, getting paid money for giving away secrets. And you're saying you're a good secret keeper? I'm a good secret keeper, but I don't get money for it. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want... You both laugh and hurry up to get back to your spot. All right, meanwhile, elsewhere, Dan and William um, arrive at the uh, steward's desk, which is yeah. near the hallway that leads back into the stores. And you'll recall that the stores is like multiple hallways and intersections, almost like a little maze with lots of rooms that run 10 by 10 to 10 by 30 to 20 by 30, full of crates and chests and barrels and everything like that. Um, in the hallways, there are uh, like skylights, basically. Um, so there's daylight coming from above. Uh, but it's not a lot because it, the rain, it's raining and you can hear the rain ringing down on the uh, thick wax paper that is used. They don't have glass. It's thick wax paper. Um, and uh, as you arrive, there's uh, one palace page who's dying the big padded armor uh, standing in the steward's office. And then the steward gets up and Jessup, the steward, gets up. Well, he's really the um, head the senior page 
of the steward, and he comes over, and he says, I thought I might see you today, William. Hi. They eat Spotify. This one is Dan, yes? Yes. Uh, we met before. William has been petitioning me to get more duty fighting rats. I want to do the same. Did you come along for the same purpose? Yes. Yes. You're not there. It's hard not I to know. answer when you're there. No, I was doing it because I wanted anyway. to say it at the same time as Kato. All right. Um, he says, very well. Both of you can suit up and we'll get to work. Yay. Rats. Uh, a balding man steps through the back door of the room and he goes over and you overhear their conversation. They talk softly, but it's enough that you can hear them clearly. And Jessup is explaining that the, the two of you came and volunteered for rat duty. And he says, is it wise to continue to have the same pages do the job every day? And Jessup says, a lot of pages don't like to do it or they'll even cry or um, run away when they do find rats. And so if he can find somebody who actually wants to kill the rats, then he's really happy that he has them. And, and the steward says, yeah, that does make sense, actually. And besides, maybe just the exercise of killing rats will make them stronger, they'll get better at it, and maybe someday we'll get rid of all these rats. And Jessup said, well, that's the plan, sir. And he says, all right, keep up the good work. And then he turns and goes back out the door he came in, and by that time you're mostly clad. Jessup comes over, like, checking yours and the first boys, uh, who you don't recognize, and uh, William's big padded armor. Um, and it is a little big for you as it was before and so there's lots of space too. yeah it's real thick yep um and he says all right you look good uh, let me get mine on and we'll be ready to go i asked the other page that i don't recognize hey what's your name lewis, lewis? what's yours dan nice to meet you yep you've what? done this before i presume yes what you doing here As, today's my first day back actually I've been a palace page for uh, about eight months, and I've done quite a bit of rat fighting. I'm trying to get a position as a squire. We, uh, I want to be a knight. Well, squire's the next step for you, I'm sure, then. Uh, you're in the right place, though. There's not much else that we do as pages that prepares us for combat. This Except for this. This and sparring, and you can only spire with other pages. Last time I was here, I had to fight a giant rat, a giant snake. Yeah, I heard about that. We've seen a couple other snakes before, but it's they're pretty rare. They come for the rats. Yeah, I can I can tell. They eat rats. Yeah. All um, right. Well, you watch my back. I'll watch yours. Yep. Hey, William says I'm in that. I'll watch your back. I will. Jessup put, steps up and he's holding his big padded helmet in his hand and he says, I uh, never seen three young men so willing to go hunting down rats. But? Well, we all want to become the same thing. Yeah. Well, you're in the right place. I kind That's of what he to just said. Rats. <laughs> yep. can, can I go? Okay. No. You're, you're going back with Kendra back to your hallway. Yay. Guarantee there will be something to do. And if not, you'll stand there for four hours and then go to lunch. <laughs> three hours. Okay. Um, so the three of you uh, follow Jessup out. Uh, he does have his short sword. 
And um, we have clubs. You have clubs. That's right. Yay! And uh, you go down a different hallway than you were on before, and start checking the rooms and looking in the barrels and so on. And uh, the first room you enter is a ten by thirty long room, and it goes to the left. And Jessup actually grabs a torch off the wall because the room is dark. And as he steps in and shines the torch, as soon as he steps in, you hear the little squeaks and peeps of rats. So somewhere in this room, there are rats. And so he says, all right, fan out, find them. There's got to be rats somewhere. Yep, I heard them. Okay? And so the four of you spread out. Uh, William goes to the closest wall, and it's going down the wall. And then you're in the second row. And then... Um, Lewis, the guy you just met, is in the third row, and then Jessup takes the back wall. And so there are four rows down, and you're about three and a half to four feet apart, so it's not like there's a big distance, but there are crates and barrels and stuff like that in between you and each other. Um, so as you start down the row, meanwhile, elsewhere, Selena takes up her position by her door. Uh, Kendra stan stands by Dan's door, even though it's not her room, so she's only about eight to ten feet away from you. Why? Probably because he wants to be close to me, so yep. that if somebody comes, maybe she'd have a possibility of going with me. Yep. So as you're standing there, you can see that the winds outside are moving the tapestries, the big, heavy, thick tapestries that you guys put up over in front of the windows, just ever so slightly. Um, and they occasionally will just kind of ripple out away from the window, and when they do, sometimes the rain's coming in. And there are puddles in front of every window, even though the tapestries are blocking out most of the cold air and the rain. Okay. Um, down the hallway, way to the other end, you see somebody come in and pick off a palace page and give them a job to do. And you're waiting. And you're waiting. Okay. And then after about an hour or so, and you're getting tired of standing there, um, Kendra sat down a couple of times and got back up. Uh, but a um, young man enters the hallway from the from the direction of the main room, which means you are the closest palace pages to him. So if he's coming for a page, it's probably going to be you. Uh, so he first come would come to you, and then the next person would be Kendra, and then there's like six open doors, and then there'd be another person down a ways. But all right, so as he's walking down, and he has a scroll. It's a rolled up piece of paper that's about 10 inches across, and unrolled would probably be like six or eight inches tall, um, but it's rolled up. Okay, it's rolled up, um, and it has a red ribbon tied around it in the middle. And he heads down the hallway, and then he stops just as he's about getting to you, but he hasn't stepped up to you yet. He's standing in the middle of the hallway, and you know that you're not allowed to address him unless he addresses you, but you're looking at him expectantly, of course, wondering what he's going to say. Kendra is doing the same. And um, he says... Skeptically and hoping. Yes. It's better than standing here doing nothing. Okay? And um, he's looking down the hallway at the other pages, and then he turns and he looks directly at you. And he mm. says, are you Selena? Yes. Uh, my name is Rupert. I have a task for you. Okay. Okay. He says, uh, this scroll needs to go to the senior page of the stables. It means you're going to have to go outside. There are cloaks to block out some of the dampness near the door. 
Yes, I have used them many times. Okay. And so he extends this the scroll to you, and then uh, he turns and looks directly toward Kendra, where she is looking expectantly, and he says, "You can go with her." Okay. Listen to me. The scroll is important. It must be delivered to the senior page in the stables. It must be delivered immediately. Okay. If something delays you, a person of higher station stops you and gives you an order, something like that, one of you continue on and take the scroll to the stables, and the other can do whatever that other thing is. We will move quickly. Thank you very much. Um, He's, and then he reaches in his pouch. New Heights is a church that believes in reaching new heights in Jesus. Everyone's on a journey. Let's all work together to take the next step. At some point, I'm going to battle rats in here. And then he says, he hands you two silver pieces. And he hands Kendra two silver pieces. You accidentally gave me a and then he says, the princess appreciates your service. And then he turns on a heel and starts off down the hallway. Okay, and I do uh, Kendra moves over to stand next to you to watch him go. And then he's about like 15, 20 foot down the hall and he looks back and the two of you are kind of like still standing there. And he says, urgently now. Okay, so I start like speed walking. <laughs> okay. And he speed walks back into the main room. And you know that there is a door most of the way there that you can stop by and get the cloaks to protect you from the rain. All right. Um, meanwhile, uh, Jessup, Dan, Lucas and Will, Lucas and Will are pressing forward in the room, having heard the sounds of rats. Okay. Uh, you may roll surprise, which is a d6. You are surprised on a 1 or a 2. So right now we're going to combat phases. 5. Okay, so you are not surprised. Let's roll for the others. Jessup is surprised. Lucas is surprised. And William is not surprised. So you and William are not surprised. I'm so glad I'm not the only one that's not surprised. Okay, there are two rats on you. And one of them is surprised. One rat surprised. If I was two I'd on probably, William, and one of those are surprised. If it's real life, I was in there, I probably would have get surprised because I'd be like, is it about to get out? Is it about to get out? So when it does get out, I'd be expecting okay. it. Okay. So the good news is both of the rats on Jessup are surprised. So oh, that's good. He's surprised, but so are they. And then the last one was Lucas. Lucas! Oh, no. Yeah. That's right, Lucas, and not and one of the rats on Lucas is surprised. All right, so basically you have a meeting encounter. There are rats in each row, two of them in each row, and and that means you have to fight these two rats essentially by yourself. Okay. Unless like one of us, unless like one of us, kill off the two rats and they can go help somebody that's having correct. trouble. Correct. That's correct. Okay? Like one of the steps. And so um, first things first. So, remember, all of this is happening is in a couple of seconds. Right. Each round represents a minute, but so far uh, we're in surprise, and those rounds only represent six seconds. Yeah. All right? And so if you would roll your initiative, which means you roll a d6. Okay, so oh. you roll a five, and then do you have a dex bonus? You do not, okay? No, no right, dex not bonus. Not yet. All right? And so not you yet. have tied the rat on initiative, 
So the rat lunges forward. It's cornered a little bit between two crates, so that's why it's fighting. So it lunges forward to attack you, and you try to hit it with the club. Right? So it has um, claw, claw, bite, which means it gets three attacks. They're all pretty weak, comparatively, to, to your club anyway. But it, because it gets three and you only get one, even though you're simultaneous, it still goes first. So first it tries to claw you, which it fails to do. And your, it doesn't, its claw doesn't, it's on your, like, leg, but it doesn't get through your padded armor. And then you try to club it, roll a d20, high number. That's a six. Okay, that's a miss. And then it, it tries to claw you again, and misses, and it tries to bite you, and misses. Alright, so that's segment one of surprise. You're still in surprise with your rats. Meanwhile, um, you hear, like, club, club swings from over by where William is. But you just heard like a little gasp from Jessup and Lucas, so they really haven't done much yet. Okay, so Jessup is being attacked by his rat that is not surprised, and he's not been hit yet. And um, Lucas is being attacked by his rat that is not surprised, and sure he has hit once. So Luke, no, not one. They all have one surprise. Well, both of uh, Jessup's rats are surprised. Did That's I say Did I say that wrong? Anyway, yes. both of Jessup's rats were surprised. No, because I didn't do Jessup. I did William. Yeah, so yeah. Okay, so I did it right. All right, and so um, the rat that's attacking Jessup hit him with a claw. Okay, he's still there. Obviously, he's got a scratch. Went, got, got its claw through the padded armor. Uh, and then we go to surprise segment two. So you roll surprise again. Uh, you roll initiative again. Which is a D6. Yep, D6 and add your dex points if you have one, which you don't. Five. Okay. Hopefully I don't get surprised. Because I'm not no, that You're not surprised. You, not you, don't, you only roll for surprise once at the beginning of combat unless something crazy happens. Okay. okay. So you're not going to be surprised at all during like this combat. Like if a snake... And you roll the five on initiative, but them. you don't have a dex bonus, but you beat your rat on initiative, which means even though he gets three attacks, you still go first. So it goes you, and then him, 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 if, if you survive. If the snake so goes out hit. right in the middle, he'd have to roll first place. That is a miss. One. Definitely. One, if a snake, one is always a miss. Okay? If a snake does snake come tries out, to claw you back. I won't know. I won't. Okay, so he managed to get one claw through on you, so we're going to see if there's damage. There is one point of damage, so you have taken one point, so you got to mark under wounds, put one point. If he wounds you again, you will be on the verge of unconsciousness. One. One point. One. Okay. See. But one. first been damaged by a rat, all right? No. And no. that was all he does this round. Didn't hurt that much. So now William, <laughs> and, uh, William is fighting his rat, and William beat him on initiative, and William clubbed him. And we have killed him. So he killed one. Of, he killed his rat that was not surprised. Woo! Okay. Good job, Jessup. I'm having troubles. He's still surprised, and his rat that is not surprised is attacking him. And did not hit him. Okay. And that ends surprise segment two. And there is one more. All right. Oh, okay. So roll for initiative. Roll for initiative. Yep. Ah, three. Yeah. As soon as we finish this combat. And I got one thing to do with her. Okay. So I am not surprised because I got three. Okay. And you rolled a three on initiative. Yes. And your rat yes. rolled a one. So you have him on initiative again. If you can kill him now, he won't bite you again. Roll the hit. Roll better. Ten. Ten. It's not better enough. 
You did not kill him. You did, did not hit him. Alright, so he is trying to hit you back. Missed. Yes. Missed. Missed. Yes! He did not hit you. Okay, however, the surprised rat is now no longer going to be surprised coming in this new set. No. So now you'll have two to deal with. No, 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 no. Okay. William is going to try to cross over and help you because... Oh, no, he can't because he he's going to try to kill his surprised rat. He's got one rat left. Uh, and he hit. Okay. And, okay, he killed his surprised rat. Thank you, Will. Help me. So now he doesn't have any rats on him now. Now Will can come help me. So he can come this segment to help you, yep. All right. Uh, meanwhile... Lucas and his rats have not done anything because they're all three surprised. Jessup has the unsurprised rat on him attacking him still. Is Lucas attacking his rats though? No, he's surprised. Oh, so there's three things surprised Lucas and both of his rats. Yep. Okay, so Jessup did not get bit again. Alright, so now there's no rats that are surprised anymore. Okay? Or humans? Correct, no one is surprised. Alright? Bell's so, gonna need to come help me. So, on you, roll your initiative. I rolled oh, both your rats. To help me. This is Lucas's rats. Oh, one. Rolling low. Okay, this is Lucas's initiative, and this is Jessup's rats. Okay. All the rats are moving pretty. I got slow. a one. Ooh, you're moving kind of slow. I'm still sleepwalking. Okay. So, um, William has tied your rat with. Um, the highest initiative, so he's going to try to like jump over the crates and swing at it. So I'm going to make him make a dex check coming over the crates, and he did successfully do so. So he's going to attack your rat. It's going to be 50-50 whether he's attacking the fastest moving one or not because he doesn't know which one that is. So even it is, odd it isn't. It is not. So it's the slower rat, but he's attacking it, and he missed. Really? Okay. That yeah, happens. It's good that he tried to help. Yeah. All right. And then the next person in the overall initiative is. Uh, Jessup. Jessup attacks his rat and hits and kills it. So Jessup killed one rat. Yay, good job. So now he's actually swinging I still his, have finally two swinging rats his sword. Okay. I'm going to real quick have the other rat attack he's him back. His, uh, his club. He finally no, swings his club. Jessup got bit. Oof. Okay. And then we're going to go um, this rat, or this is Lucas. This is Lucas. So he's over here on your guy now. Alright. So. No, this is Will. Okay. I got it. Alright. So Will is over here on your guy, your rats now. Yes. Lucas is going to fight um, his rats that were. On him. On him. He beat them both on initiative. Um, and he gets one attack. And he hit. Okay. And he killed one. So Good no. job. So Lucas has one rat left. Jessup has one rat left. You still have, have two. two rats left, and you have not attacked this round yet. One of your rats goes before yeah, you. I have two. So he'll get his first attack, and then you'll go. So he attacks you, and he missed. All right? So you have two rats on you, plus Will helping you, but he already went. So roll to hit, roll better. Ten. Not better enough. Not better. Okay? So you attack the rats and fail. Then the rat, rat attacks back with its other two attacks. A claw missed. Now. And a uh, bite missed, okay? And then the other rat that hasn't gone yet gets all three of its attacks, all of which miss. Okay? And Sweet. then that I'm ends the round. Die. So we're in new rounds now. Jessup has one rat on him. Lucas has one rat on him. And Lewis has one rat. I'm sorry, Lucas. Lewis has one rat on him. And Will, Will is helping you. All right? Roll your initiative. Your rats. 
four. Will Mooncast Low. Caleb, you wouldn't die. You don't I would think. Right. Zero is uh, in and out of consciousness. You don't die until negative ten. So, but you can die from a rat. Just they have to keep biting you after you're down, basically, which they will do. So you go down. But I have somebody will. would have to instantly wrestle. But I have will. But I have will. Will would stop them. Yeah, probably. Will would do something. Plus, they still have to get through your padded armor. Which he did. Yes, he did. Yep. Okay. So, uh, Jessup's rat goes first. And missed him. Oof. Jessup returns fire. And missed. And then the rat takes its other two attacks on Jessup. And missed both times. Then next goes Lewis's rat. And hit. Oof. So, it's a claw, so it may or may not do damage. It does not. Okay, so he's not damaged. And then Lewis returns fire and hit. That's good. So far, nobody's And he conscious. did not kill the rat. Not he hit it, yet. but didn't kill it. Okay, and then the rat returns its other two attacks and hit him twice. He got bit twice. The claw, or the claw does one point of damage. The bite does one point of damage. So he's now taking three points of damage. Who? Uh, Lewis. Okay, so he's, he's, a, he's, he's in trouble. He's a little tougher than you guys are. He's been a page for eight months. Okay, then how many more bites can he take? Not many. One? Uh, you don't get to know that. People don't walk around with those little signs to say how many hit points they have left. It's the nature of role-playing. You have to wait to find out. Okay, then that brings us one. to you and Will, and you have initiative over the rats and over Will. So roll to hit. Okay. Still not good enough. Wow. Okay. Wow. All right. Uh, then the rats take their attacks. Um, actually, the fastest rat is tied with Will. So the fastest rat is going to be on you anyway. So he attempts to claw you and fails. Good. Uh, and then Will attacks and hits. Good job. And Hello? kills one of the rats. Woo! So it, he killed the one that had not yet attacked this round. The other one still has two attacks on you. So the two attacks on you both missed. All right, so here's where we're at. Okay? So you have one rat on you. Will is attacking it from behind. Lewis has one rat on him, and it's wounded, but he is severely wounded. And Jessup has one rat on him that is not wounded. Roll initiative. Okay. The rat... So yeah, guys, this whole time has been combat phase. I, um, when the rats get wounded, they do get Six. regal, but that's also matter. That's good, that's fast. Okay. When the rats are wounded, they get regal, but matter. You got a good point, too. They Luckily, okay. they get regal, so but they do get matter. They get really Lewis goes lighter. first. Lewis goes first, attacks the wounded rat, and missed. Wow. That's not good. Okay, the wounded rat returns fire. And missed all three times. Okay, that's good. That is. So he's still there. Good. Then that brings us to. Uh, what did you roll? Six. Hey, you're up. You beat the rat. Roll a d20. Come on, hit it. I want to hit my first rat. Come on. No. You roll a lot of single digits. You roll like Ricky. <laughs> uh, also, I am still very tired. Yeah, that's your excuse. And my all leg right. hurts. The rat goes before Will, so the rat attacks you all three I times. Really hurt. Or no, he attacks you once, then Will goes. And he missed you. Then Will goes. 
and Will hit the rat. Yes! And he killed it. Yeah! Okay, so there are no rats on you now, and the rat will not get to attack you anymore this round. Thank you. Help Finally, Jessup goes. No, help me. Jessup missed. The rat returns fire. Jessup gets clawed. Possible damage. Yes, he took a point of damage. Oof. All right. Lucas? I already did Lewis. He went first because he had a six plus he has a dex bonus. Okay, that ends the round. Roll your initiative. I now, have no rats on this. You have no rats. You, you, you and William will have no rats. So who all has rats? Lewis and Jessup. I'll go help Lewis and Will could go help Jake. Jessup, okay. Jessup. Unless Lewis just plan. sits down. Really? And a two? Really? A two-two. A two-two. A two-two. Two. Alright, gotta hurry up. Okay. Uh, so the first is the rat on Jessup. And it missed. Then Jessup returns fire. And he hit. And he killed his rat. Yes! Okay. Wait, so who am I going to That was the one that Will was going to help, but he hasn't moved there yet anyway. Okay, and what was your initiative? Two. You rolled two. All right, so your uh, Will is before you, um, so nice. he's going to change and go after the one that's on Lewis, because you, even though you told him to do the other one, because he, uh, he's moving faster than you are. So you've got to make a dex check going over the boxes, and he failed. So he gets up, like he's going up on the box, and he gets his padded armor tangled on the edge of the box. And so he goes back down into the road that he was in, so he's not going to be able to attack this round. Okay? So it's going to be up to somebody else. Me. And then, uh, Lewis yeah. also, Lewis has a three initiative, so he's faster than you. And he attacks the wounded rat, and he misses. And so then it brings us to you. Yay. The rat and has not gone yet. You need a dex check to get over the boxes. So Roll a d20. Equal or less than your dex. 15. And you fail. Because your dex is only what? 16. Oh, your dex is 16? No, your dex is 13. So no, you fail. I rolled a 16. Yes. So you go. You do the same thing that Will does. You get tangled up going over the boxes, and neither one of you can help him this round. Ah, the, the remaining, the wounded so rat attacks him twice more and hits him once. Lewis? And he goes down. Lewis is on the ground, unconscious. No, 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 I no, 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 no. I gotta go. I gotta go help him. Okay. And that ends the round. I'm all my dudes. You have to Come help on, him. get a six. Get if a six. If nobody can help him, he could die. Right. I hate it's this. The it's a three. It's, it's the bat still attacking. It's the bat still attacking him. Uh, he was. We'll find out what happens on his initiative. He doesn't really change his action until his initiative. It's a three. Right. So... Um, Lewis is <laughs> unconscious on the floor. Jessup is moving kind of slow. Uh, I'm moving slow. The fastest one is the fast. Will is tied with the rat. Okay, so the rat is checking morale, and his morale holds. So he is going to bite uh, Lewis again, but first. It will be the same time. He try to claw Lewis the same time that Will tries to come over the boxes. Will makes it over the boxes this time. Will attacks the rat. Attack. Will hits. The rat will die. However, it got a claw on Lewis first, and it missed. Okay, so that ends. All the rats are dead. Lewis is unconscious on the floor. I run, I would run over to help him. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so he has. He's got a couple bleeding scratches, and you can like stop his bleeding. 
I so could. Yeah. I wish I was though. You know how good I am with medical. I saved somebody's life. All right. Well, so I I do rush over there. All right. So you run over. Will is like kicking the dead rat bodies away, and you band you step, shove a bandage on his wound, stopping from bleeding out. I also do that. And I Jessup also do says, that to okay. mine. Jessup says, "You and Will take this guy to the infirmary right away." Got it. And Will make sure and clear the rest of this room. Okay. Okay. All right, and so you, you and Will pick I him up. I also do patch myself up because okay. remember I got hit. Yeah, we well, so we pick him up. The infirmary will clean out your wounds for you, I'm sure. So. All right, so the two of you pick him up and carry him off. Right, Yay. so we'll do experience for killing rats in a minute. Meanwhile, elsewhere, elsewhere, and we have to hurry. Uh, Selena and Kendra arrive at the door to outside, and um, you can hear like as you're standing at the door, putting on the slick cloaks that protect you from the rain. You can hear repeated thunder snaps outside, um, and the two of you put your cloaks on. You're holding the scroll under your cloak so as to keep it dry. Yes, yeah, so you can read it. Yep, and you. Because uh, it's all dead. We for two you reasons. Dash out into the rain. Yeah. Now, as soon as you get outside in the rain, visibility is terrible. It's dark and gloomy. Well, you the dark isn't much of a problem for me because I have night vision. Right, but the rain is because it's a cold rain, and on your infravision, it looks like sheets of blue coming down from the sky, and so you can just barely make out the uh, roses in the rose garden because they're the same temperature as the air, basically, because they've been outside the whole time. And so you can see enough to go. The problem is you can't see the stables in the distance. Can I see better than Kendra or worse? You don't know, because you've never been a human. <laughs> so, I asked Kendra. She, she clutches your arm and she says, It's straight ahead to the left, right? I think so. All I can see is blue. Would a torch burn out here? Yeah. No. Uh, well, I say we stay together. Yeah, probably. Because all I can see is blue right now. I'm scared. It's fine. I'm not scared. Okay. So the two of you jog. She holds your arm. Her left arm holds your right arm, which is what you have the scroll underneath there, but she's holding onto your arm. And then you have your left hand out in front of you in case you'd run into something, and the two of you jog off through the rose garden. Okay? All right. So roll a d20 versus wisdom to see if you can find your way through the rose garden to the stables. So just Yep. I'm getting good with this dice, man. Well. Okay, so you do. You pick your way through the rose garden, you take the right turn, and then uh, you come out into an open area, and you don't see the rose garden anymore, but in the distance you can see a large kind of orangish blob. It's about three times the size of a man, and you're fairly sure it's a horse, but it's being so blued by the, the rain and so blurred by the rain. It looks orange because it's warmest. Warmest. Yes, exactly. exactly. So, but you can see like lines tracing down it from the cold rain. Obviously, it's out. It's a horse out in the rain. Um, I think I see a horse. We should be close. Okay. Yeah, and you know the yard is there, so you're pretty I sure the house too. is over that way. And you look, and you can see a, a vague yellowish orange, big block, basically. That it's probably the house, or probably the stables. Okay. And I think the stables is right there. She says, "I can't see anything. Lead the way." Okay. Okay. All right. 
I'm gonna roll this dice. I'm gonna roll this. I'm I'm just telling you what I'm rolling. There is a one in twenty chance that either of you will be struck by lightning. Oh. Okay. You're running in a lightning storm. You're in the open field now. So there's a and there's lightning falling everywhere. I just so forgot. I, roll, I have a knife in my backpack. That's yeah, it won't hurt nothing. Okay. If if I roll a natural one, then you're gonna be struck by by lightning as you're running to the house in a storm. Okay. Here we go. You ready? No. Oh. <laughs> okay. Lightning me? nearby, but not not on you. I, but that I'm gonna roll for Kendra as well. Okay. And she's holding on to you. Oh. Okay. Lego. On a one. Lego. No, natural 20. You guys okay. are fine. So, lightning does land nearby, and it is extremely loud. It's, <gasps> to the point that when ears. you enter the stables, your ears are ringing from the lightning striking uh, probably the fence nearby. And both of you are, your hearts are pounding in your chest. Uh, and you make the door, like you slam into the door because you're running fast, and there's mud on the ground. You slip and slam into the door, and then she gropes around for the handle, and she goes, I got it! And she throws the door open, and the two of you fall inside into the stable and then she's, she's pulling the door shut and then you see somebody step up over top of you and they they grab the knob of the door and pull it shut and she pulls her hand in uh and you adjust the normal vision and you see um the head uh page or the head page of the stables who you met before you're not there so you can't say anything Okay. He says, Are you mad? Running around in the storm? No, we're here to deliver an urgent message. Ah, what crazy fool sends you on a message in a storm like this? It's urgent. And the lightning snaps down outside, and as as he's talking to you, you hear the ringing in your ears still, and the lightning makes it worse. And he says, What did you say? It's an urgent message. It needs to be delivered now. All right, he, he grabs you by the arm and lifts you to your feet, and Kendra had already gotten up, and then he says, this way, and he has the two of you move back away from the door, and another page bars the door, um, which you realize you're grateful that it wasn't barred when you came, because the, you wouldn't have been able to open it to get inside, you had to bang on it and stand outside in the rain waiting. Okay. And you might have had to roll the again. In the stables, you can see like there's a little steam rising from where the horses are because they're generating a lot of warmth. You're on normal vision now. There's torches burning. You've been here before. Dirt on the ground. Smells of horse manure. Um, and he says, Is the message to me? It's a snack. It, it is. Yes. Well, hand it over. It's an urgent. Okay. He, takes, oh, that was he slides the uh, little red string off immediately, and he hands the string back to you. Okay, he opens it, I pull holds it up, uh, and he moves over a little closer to a torch so he can see it better. And he says, "Ah, oh, very well." And he looks at the other page who's standing by. Go tell the squires the princess wants her carriage readied immediately. She's leaving in this weather. We're just following orders. Just do it. Just do it. And he goes as you wish, and he jogs off. And uh, you down the way, uh, you see he ducks into a little side room, and it's bright light coming out of there. And uh, he says, "The princess wants her carriage ready immediately." And you're like visibly here, probably six or eight men groan. They're like, "Ugh!" 
And then you see him start to pile out of the room to start to ready the carriage. And he looks back at you, then he looks at you and he says, you all have to take a message back. Okay. Tell her we'll be ready in 20 minutes. Uh, we have to be in anyway. We have to go back inside anyway. This is, you want one of us to go with you to make sure you find your way? Kendra says, we found our way here, didn't we? Yeah, I have, I can see pretty well. She looks a little nervous at you, but then she takes a deep breath and turns toward the door. And he says, I'll let you out. Thank you. Just the message, 20 minutes from now. Okay. Good luck. The gods be with you. Mm -hmm. He pulls the bar off the door and holds the knob. Ready? Yep. Hoods up. Go! Go, go! You feel him, like, pat your back gently on the way and out I'm the door. And I'm going really okay. fast. And then behind you, vaguely, Oof. over your ringing in your ears in the falling rain, you hear the door slam, like, boom, boom. No, And then you just trip and fall. Okay. So you run across the open area again. And a one, oh. a natural one, you will be struck by lightning. Uh-oh. That's a natural one. Okay. Like, for who? Are you animals the blue one? I rolled hers first. Okay. So as you're running across the open area, lightning strikes. Now, when lightning strikes, it typically strikes nearby, not actually at you. But you feel the searing energy of the lightning play over you, and it's the last thing you remember, and you're unconscious. Possibly dead. How is Kendra going to save me, though? Uh, run back okay. to the... She has to drag me. So I need you to roll a d20. Roll a d20. This is a save versus spell to see how badly you were injured when the lightning struck. I'm okay? scared. So you want the highest possible number, and you do get a dex bonus of plus one. Don't die. I will not. I hope. Don't die. I don't want to jinx myself. Thirteen. Okay. So thirteen plus the one. So you made your save. All right. So I'm rolling damage on these dice. Really badly. So you have what? Two hit points. Okay. Plus you can go to negative ten. So this dice roll has to be 12 or less, or you could be killed instantly. Okay? So the actual dice roll is 16, but it's halved because of your save. So you take 8 points of damage, so you're at negative 6. Oh, you're not dead. Okay. So you put down, you took 8 points of damage. 8 points. Minus okay. 8. Kendra gets a bonus on her save, and she gets one less dice of damage. Okay? So unfortunately, Kendra is also unconscious. Oh, All right. no. So the two of you are laying in the open field, cooked by fallen lightning, hoping that someone will find you. But we okay. can't hope. Now the good news is you're not bleeding to death. Okay. So you will you'll take damage from the rain and the cold, but it's only one point per hour. So at negative six hit points, you have like four or five hours for someone to find you before your. Um, oh, I know what I can do. Okay. Now. You, real quick, we need to roll for your equipment. So first of all, the rain cloak. Roll a d20. Got to be quick on this because we're way past our time. Okay. So the rain cloak survives. So that means you'll only take one point of damage every two hours. So that's double. So you've got like eight hours someone can find you before you would die. Okay. All right. So checking for her. Her rain cloak also survives. So she's in the same boat. But she's she didn't take as much damage as you did either. So she's even a little better off. All right, you need to roll for your knife to see if your knife was fried. It survived. Roll for your boots. 
boots survive. Roll for your hair. Thirteen. Your hair did not, so you've got a bad haircut. <laughs> so you get. My hair used right? to be beautiful. Okay, so you, so we will be ending our session with Selena laying in the no, mud no. in the rain. Yep, it's over. Time's up. Nope. I was just gonna go. We'll play again next time. Okay. Dramatic endings are important. Okay. Oh. Because they because have you ever watched a TV show with a dramatic ending? Yeah. Yeah, that happens, and then that makes people want to tune into the next episode to find out what happens. All right. So uh, you you take uh, Lewis to the infirmary, and you you're there for a little while, making sure he's okay, and then and, my uh, leg. and getting your leg cleaned up and stuff like that. And then you will go back and look for Selena. If I don't um, see her there, I would. Run. And we'll find out whether or not you will find out possibly that she is outside in the storm. Haven't been struck by lightning. You should okay. get a Now also also remember, Japan. not that you're you're not conscious so your character remember, but also remember they're readying the princess's carriage. So that means the princess's entourage and possibly the carriage will be moving through that area. Problem is visibility is really bad, so it's possible they might not see you. Oof. What if they run over me and then No, I they die. won't run over you because that's not a that's a walk area, not a carriage area. Okay? So that's where we stop for the day. Um, real quick. Assuming you survive, we're going to do experience. So, fighting rats. They might see a little small lump. Unstable ground. You received... Uh, so, you didn't actually hit the rats ever, right? No. No. Okay, so you received two experience points for fighting rats. And then roll a d20 versus your wisdom. You 17. did not make it, so you don't get the extra. Wisdom, 13. Yep, didn't make it, so you don't get the extra. You get, so, you got two for fighting rats. Okay? So, uh, you carried the message... That's one experience. So Assuming one. she's alive. Yep. But you, you can still write it down. If you're dead, you'll have to let her use a pencil. If you're dead, you'll have to generate a new character. But it's not going to be your own. You're dead again. Almost guarantee you. Okay? And then, no, use the pencil. You have the pencil right And then, uh, for getting Test struck by... Test spider. Test what? One. Test a spider. Where? Kill it. It's under your wheel. It's in your wheel. Woo! Now it's a dizzy spider. Found it. Right there. Right there. Oh, I spilled that Okay, I got it. Okay, anyway, and then for getting struck by lightning, um, you get an additional wow. uh, one point. Wow. So okay. for getting struck by lightning. Right. And then you might get a oh, point for it, getting guys. healed. So, But we're not going to do that yet because you're not healed yet. Okay? So there you go. What a I'll way get to, a point for my body. What a way to go. I'm mad. I just want to play the rest. I want to see if I die. I understand. That's the that's the fun of gaming. You're can we can we go next week? Nope. 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 So we on schedule. We do not know if Selena will survive. Hopefully she does. Because oh yeah, because she's laying in the rain in the mud with Kendra. With Kendra, they're both struck by lightning. But Kendra's are not as injured as Selena. Are we laying close together, like touching? Because uh, then we'd be sailing heat. It'd be a bit easier. Not that close together, though. Okay. All right. Hopefully they don't die. Uh, so, if I This do, concludes yeah. Palace Pages, April 15th. Bye. You've been listening to Palace Pages, the youngest group of the Lomanian Adventures campaign. 35 years as of this coming June and running. Oh, you heard it. Ariana and Caleb going at it. Selena, 
caught in the thunderstorm and struck by lightning nearby and she and her friend Kendra are laying in the mud. What a way to end this session. We'll be back in about two weeks and if all goes well, we'll have it up online so you can listen and root them on and hopefully Selena will be okay and maybe Dan will find her. He'd love to do that. He wants to be a hero. But there are plenty of other heroes in the palace who might venture out in the storm and otherwise they will lay there for a nice long time until someone comes and finds them. Perhaps you'll be listening when that happens. God bless you today.